thanks me for that awesome intro. Hey guys, what's up? It's just me, uh, Cody, the professor. Uh, this week it is just going to be me, uh, no Steve this week. I didn't uh, find a co-host, unfortunately. Um, I just want to try this by myself to see how it would go and if anybody has any good input or uh, feedback for me. Um, yeah, so it's just going to be me this week doing the backlash predictions for the greatest wrestling match ever. Still can't believe that's the tagline. Uh, and the three news head uh, the three news headlines of the week this week for the news headlines we have the first one page on feeling that the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships could be better. Um, she was on the episode of Backstage this week. Uh, if you haven't watched it, uh, this is what she had to say: I feel like the tag team championships have been, been utilized to their full potential, considering everyone that's had them. Page said. I feel like that they're not being defended. I don't think that they're being used right. They've kind of been thrown under the rug. They're not being taken very seriously, and I just feel like at some point they have to be taken seriously because this is such a big moment for the women's division to have these tag titles instead of just having one championship. Now we have a tag team division in the women's division, and we could utilize so many of the tag teams we have, even down in NXT or up in Raw and SmackDown. Bailey and Sasha, they're good. They're solid. We all love them. But let's try to build some other people. Hmm. Now, I agree with Paige. I honestly do. Um, they haven't done anything with the Iconics since they won the championship. They haven't... They've been stringing along Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross for whatever reason. They have Bailey and Sasha. Okay, cool. They had Asuka and... Um... Oh, what's her name? <laughs> the Pirate. Uh... Great, now I can't even think of her freaking name. Oh, well. Well, it is what it is, I guess. If I remember her name, I will. But it was the Kabuki Warriors, those two. It was Asuka and, uh, yeah. Her. I can't remember her name. I'm gonna look it up right now, actually. Let's see here. On the official Raw wa roster, it will go on Raw. Probably gonna be a name that's easily to remember too, and I can't even. I don't know. Kyrie Sane. That's why I couldn't remember it. Okay. Don't know why I couldn't remember Kyrie Sane. But they had them, and they had uh, Nia Jackson, Tamina, which who was a team that was weird. Um, uh, it was just, it's just weird that they had all these teams put together, and they have a, they could make a bunch of teams in NXT, or if they have teams in NXT, which I think they do have a couple. They have Dakota Kai and. Gonzalez, or Rodriguez, or whatever the hell her last name is, and uh, her heavy, pretty much. Uh, yeah, that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. But they could probably make some new tag teams down there and have the titles defended down there. It'd be interesting to see that happen, honestly. Um, yeah, like like Paige said, I don't think they've been used to their full potential, and it it feels like it's just they're there. They're not being used seriously, and they're not being used to elevate anybody. They're just there for some reason. I think right now the reason that Bailey and Sasha have the tag titles is so that they can go on both shows, so that they can be a thorn in the side of everyone. But I think it would be better if they could just honestly give it back to the Iconics. I think the Iconics were the best when they had the tag titles. Um, I mean, right now you have three singles championships in the division, the NXT, the SmackDown, and the Raws, and now you have the tag championships, so yeah, you can definitely become a, a Grand Slam winner in this division, which is not hard to do, but yeah, it just, it seems like they need to be, uh, 
need to be elevated a little bit more. Let's give let's give other teams a chance, pretty much, to you know get that going. Because I don't think Sasha and Bailey needed the tag titles. Honestly, I don't think Bailey needed to be a double champ. That makes no sense, storyline wise or not. It makes no sense for her to be a double champ. It's it's just them trying to find a loophole for their stupid. Oh, we can invite four superstars a year to the brand. Okay, SmackDown's already used two of them on Charlotte Flair and Baron Corbin. Raw hasn't used any yet. Or no, Raw used. Oh no, SmackDown brought Charlotte Flair, and Raw used Baron Corbin, and then yeah. But yeah, I think it's just them trying to find a loophole so they can be in a thorn in the side of Charlotte. Um. So yeah, there's that. And honestly, I agree with Paige. Well, your thoughts can be in the comments section of the podcast. Next headline. Shayna Baszler criticizes Becky Lynch for leaving WWE while champion. Quote, unquote, she had responsibilities to uphold as the champion of the division. Um, hmm. So this is this is going to be interesting. This is from Shayna Baszler when she was on The Bump, the WWE Network show of like the Today Show. Um, she criticized the former Raw Women's Champion on her decision to leave to become a mother. Um, she had responsibilities to uphold as the women's division of the champion of the women's division and calling the situation a double standard. Um, quote unquote, I think it's garbage. What are we teaching? Responsibility. She had responsibilities to uphold as a champion of the division. Like, take care of your responsibilities first. Don't leave the division in an uproar and then hand your title away to whoever you feel deserves it. It's ridiculous. Everyone is like, oh, that's so wonderful. Blah, blah, blah. But if that was your daughter, you would smack her upside the head and be like, you need to be smarter. It's like a double standard. Um, despite her comments, Baszler then does recognize Lynch as one of the top contenders of the WWE calling her match at WrestleMania and stating that the fans really got to see what she was capable of on the main roster. To have something where Becky Lynch, regardless of how I feel about her or whatever in the most recent time, she's the most dominant female. She was the longest reigning champion. I stood in there toe-to-toe with her. There's still a lot to learn. I think my match with Lynch showed people that I belong in the talk of who belongs in that title picture. Yeah, so. Is it heel work? Yes, good heel work, honestly. But to call out Becky Lynch and say that she had the she had responsibilities to do? Okay, cool. What was she supposed to do? Just relinquish the title? Asuka? Well, the women were fighting for money in the bank. They thought they were fighting for a contract. Instead, what turned to find out was whoever won that match become the Raw Women's Champion. So for that to be, you know, the switch, fine, I was okay with it. I mean, it made sense. But when Lynch was just like, nobody knew what was going on until after she gave the title to Asuka. So it was just like, okay, cool. So now, now you're saying it's a double standard. How is it a double standard? Because she wants to go become a mother, she has to give up her... She ha- she can't give up her responsibilities. She literally did. Honestly, I think they she did the best thing she could have done, which was relinquish the title. But WWE said, "Well, we're not going to have like a tournament or anything to you know decide who the winner is. We're just going to give it to the person who had money in the bank," which makes sense. They had a guaranteed championship match. I mean, yeah, you could have you could have said the same thing for Sheamus when WWE lost the championship from Seth Rollins when he had his bum knee. Okay, cool. You can say that, but did they do that? No, they went and did a tournament for Survivor Series to then have the cash-in happen because they still wanted people to be surprised about the cash-in. For some reason, and this this has been an ongoing thing for the last three years, 
Whoever wins the women's money in the bank letter match cashes it in within 24 hours. Granted, the last two before this were within the last within two hours of winning the uh, the contract, but still the fact remains that within the last three times this contract has been up in the air, it's always been cashed in within 24 hours. The longest reigning, and this is sad to say, that the longest reigning money in the bank holder for the women's division and period is Carmella. What has she done since she won the championship? Nothing, literally nothing, besides being the dance sidekick to our truth. So, pretty much, they did the best thing they could do. If you want to call it heel work, fine, call it heel work. But it's still the fact that you're going after a pregnant woman. So, do with that what you may. I mean, it is what it is, in my opinion. And the last... Oh, and to say that she's up there with Becky Lynch? Yes, definitely. Honestly, I think Baszler has been up there since with Becky Lynch. I think she's up there with Charlotte. I think she's up there with ba- Sasha. I think she's up there with Bailey. I think her and those four women could create some of the best matches possible singles-wise. Anybody else in that roster right now, you can't you can't hold a candle to them. Maybe, okay, let me rephrase it. I'm sorry. Asuka. Asuka's a good wrestler, too. But those six women, that's, that's your top women right there in your division, including NXT. What's that say about your division? You, need, you guys need to have more star power, pretty much. And the last headline of the week is... Chris Jericho looking to face Mike, looking to face Mike Iron Tyson in the ring. Quote: The one thing he has never done is have a match. Um. So, Chris Jericho recently spoke to WrestleZone to hype up his ongoing feud with boxing legend Mike Tyson, who was involved with a pull apart brawl with Le Champion a few weeks ago on Dynamite. Jericho says that he hopes the end game for his theatrics is to face Tyson inside a wrestling ring, something the former WBC champion has never done. Which is true. I mean, honestly, I think that with him just being in the ring, it'd be awesome. Uh, he goes on to say that I'd like to see it go all the way. Mike has been an enforcer before at WrestleMania 14, obviously, um, with Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And Mike has thrown a punch that has knocked somebody out, which is me. And Mike's been involved in this wild and wooly brawl. The one thing he has never done is have a match. And I think that this is the perfect time for him. The aura and the mystique of Mike Tyson is back. He looks great. You've never seen his sparring videos. You've seen his sparring videos. He moves fast. He's Iron Mike Tyson again. So pretty much he's trying to get he's trying to get that mystique of Iron Mike Tyson. And people will say that, well, Tyson's past his prime. Nobody wants to see him fight again. Um, Tyson hasn't fought in over 20 years. I'd like to see him go back in the ring. That'd be interesting. That would honestly be the coolest thing ever. Um, he goes on to say that the atmosphere like AEW is perfect for Tyson because it will not damage his aura in the world of combat sports. Mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, probably one of the worst things you can do is put him in an actual boxing match. Maybe if somebody in his own era and doing kind of an exhibition and that sort of thing, but we want to keep Mike Tyson's aura at a maximum, which is why AEW is perfect for him. We can do whatever storyline we choose. And wrestling is all shapes and sizes. We can do whatever we need to do to plug him into any situation that we want to make it. I think there's no better person for that than Chris Jericho. After all these years of doing this, who is kind of a Mike Tyson of wrestling? So he compares himself to Mike Tyson. Okay. Chris, gotta stop you right there, buddy. You're not Mike Tyson. You're Chris Jericho. Chris, Mike Tyson is the Chris Jericho of boxing. I'm gonna put it that way. Because Chris Jericho has gone on doing this thing for over 20 years, almost 30 years, and has been wrestling for 
30 plus years. It It's amazing how far he's become. Um, anyways, I've never lost my aura or my mystique, but you can see that I'm doing some of the best work in my career after doing this for 30 years. So it's a perfect matchup. Now, okay, he doesn't have a long history with Tyson. It just, they had one an altercation together with the tag team title match between him, Big Show, and DX. Okay, cool. But they're bringing that into the history of this rivalry. Now, do I do I want to see Mike Tyson versus Chris Jericho? I think that'd be a great wrestling match. I think that'd be an entertaining sports entertainment match. Let's put it that way. It's not going to be a wrestling match. It's going to be a sports entertainment match. And it's going to be a good one. Especially if they have like a stipulation with it. It's going to have all the bells and whistles, I think, just to make Mike look good and make Jericho look good. And I believe that this match would be amazing if they do it right. Um... Yeah, I hope it I hope it happens. Honestly, I think this would be a great thing to happen. Uh and if you disagree, that's fine. Put your comments underneath the podcast and I will read them and we can we can hash it out. It's not that big of a deal. I am I am who I am. You are who you are. We can all like what we like. And with that, that is the third news story of the week. And right before we go on to the main event, uh, I will be going to an ad read for Anchor.fm. Today's podcast is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. Who doesn't want to? Who doesn't want to do stuff for free? The creation tools uh, that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. How simple is that? Can't do anything better than that. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means you can have zero listeners and still be able to try to make money. That is so cool. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now, back to the podcast. Welcome back. To the main event of the podcast. Uh, the main event is going to be the predictions video or the predictions part of the main event. So it's going to be Backlash. The tagline is the greatest wrestling match ever. I have Steve's predictions on me right now. Uh, we will be doing, like we always do, the WWE version and the personal picks. So let me pull up the match card real quick. Okay. So, first match on the list is Apollo Crews versus Andrade. Uh, this is going to be a rematch from their uh, United States Championship match on Raw. It's going to be for the United States Championship as well. Apollo Crews defending for the first time. Um, honestly, I have Apollo Crews retaining because he just won the championship, so why take it off him? I think Andrade doesn't need the championship. I think he needs to start moving towards a Andrade versus Drew McIntyre feud for the WWE Championship because their feud in NXT was really good, honestly. Their match in NXT was amazing. Um, uh, I think, personally, Apollo Crews should win. Uh, WWE-wise, they might go Andrade just to put the title back on Andrade because if they, if they don't feel comfortable with Apollo Crews taking the title, they might just switch it back to Andrade, which is fine. Um, Steve says uh, Apollo for both. He will have Apollo for both. Uh, personal and WWE picks. He thinks that WWE will go with Apollo as well. Um, let's see here. Next match. Uh, the women's tag team triple threat 
It will be Bailey and Sasha versus Alexa and Nikki versus the Iconics. Uh, personally, I see uh, Iconics winning. Uh, WWE, I can see them keeping it on Bailey and Sasha. Uh, pretty much to keep on being that thorn in the side of Charlotte. I think that's what the storyline is going to be right now. I think it's going to be like a um, them screwing with Charlotte pretty much on both Raw, well, on Raw, and then them going on SmackDown to gloat about it. Um, I mean, I personally don't think that they need the titles. Uh, I think the Iconics definitely need the titles because then they can be on both shows, <coughs> start getting their heat back, you know, type thing. I love the Iconics. I think the Iconics are some of the best. They're just they're just good in my opinion. I think they're just good wholesome characters, good wholesome wrestlers. They can they can accomplish anything in the WWE. Um Steve says that both for both picks it's going to be Bailey and Sasha, which is fine. I'm not going to uh going to argue with that. He he can have his opinion. Uh it is what it is. It, honestly, like I said, Iconics I think they need the titles. It, plain and simple with iconics having the championships they can go they can go on all three brands let them let them go down to nxt for a little bit with the tag titles and just work there you know get some tag teams built up in nxt so that if they can come up the run smack up, then you have more tag teams on both shows or on all three shows if you just want to keep them in nxt to bounce around the tag titles that'd be cool uh next match jeff hardy versus sheamus uh, this has been a ongoing rivalry on SmackDown. Uh, they're doing the drug abuse storyline or the alcohol abuse storyline or whatever the abuse storyline they're doing with Jeff Hardy. Um, personally, Jeff should win, but I think WWE will go with Sheamus. I think the WWE will be booking Sheamus to win, and I think that it, it's going to be an ongoing uphill battle for Jeff Hardy, regardless of how everybody else feels. Um, it's it's just that kind of a storyline. I think it's I think this is the way for Jeff to get his redemption back and try to go for the championship. Like I think he him getting a run with the Universal Championship would be okay. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. It'd be he would probably have one of the more better runs. Um, Steve says that he's gonna pick Jeff for both. So and and uh, yeah, he's got a lot of both picks here. Uh, there's only one that he has difference on. Um. Yeah, so it, honestly, I can see Sheamus winning it. Uh, personally, I hope Jeff wins it, but uh, WWE, I think they're going to pick Sheamus. Uh, next match on the card is going to be the Raw Women's Championship match between Asuka and Nia Jax. Um, yeah, I hope Net Asuka stays champion. Do I see them putting it on Nia Jax? Maybe, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say Asuka for both, um, just because I don't want. Um, I don't want Nia Jax to be champion. I don't think she should become champion. I think she had her run with the sun for too long when she had it. And, yeah, it was just... I, I get the angle they did at WrestleMania 34 for it, but it should have been a one and done, and she should have lost the title the next night on Raw, my opinion. Uh, Asuka has been dominant, very dominant. She is the first ever win every major achievement you can in the women's division. She's the only one to have that accomplishment. Bailey is missing a Royal Rumble win. Yeah, she's missing a Royal Rumble win, and she will be right up there with Asuka. It is, it's very impressive. Very impressive that Asuka has all those accomplishments, and good for her to have them. But uh, I think Asuka's going to be picked for both. Uh, Asuka is also picked both for Steve's end, and uh, I think we're going to, I think we're, we would both have the same a agreement here that it, it, Asuka has just been on a dominant, 
dominant tear through the company just for accomplishments alone. It d- doesn't look like she's booked that way, but she, the way she has been put through the ringer to get all those accomplishments, let her have it. Uh, next match, Universal Championship. Uh, handicap match, by the way. The last time that Braun Strowman was in a handicap match, he lost the title, which, great to know. Um, it's Miz and Morrison versus Braun Strowman. <laughs> Personally, I would love to see the Miz pin Strowman and become the champion. Honestly, I think WWE is going to go with Strowman, uh, only to continue that Fiend storyline because they they haven't. It looks like on SmackDown they haven't really been continuing that storyline. It's been very uh, solemnly continued, if that. And I think they should continue it because all they did was like bring the Fiend out at the last second after their match, and then that was it. So I think they're going to try to continue on that, which is fine. Uh, Steve has both Braun for WWE and personal, and, uh, you know, I can, I can see Braun going that way. I can see Braun being the winner, and it's not hard to find out, but, um, yeah. Next match on the card is the WWE Championship match. Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Um, both picks, obviously, are going to be Drew. I don't I don't see Lashley as a world champion in WWE anytime soon. Um, maybe if they keep him with MVP, I can see him as a world champion down the line. But right now, McIntyre needs to build that championship back up, get the prestige back on it. And I think McIntyre is the guy to do it. Uh, he has been very entertaining since he won the title, or even before he won the title at um, WrestleMania. But he's just been, without a shadow of a doubt, the one of the... Uh, uh, one of the better champions out of this era, for sure. He's a great, he's a great ring general, great work ethic. Um, definitely a bona fide main eventer. He, I think he's gonna go far since he's won the championship. Honestly, um, Steve has also picked Drew for both. Uh, it's it's not hard to really tell. It looks like they're just gonna keep Drew with the championship for a lot for a while. Um, hopefully they keep it on up till next Mania. Maybe Survivor Series Royal Rumble time. I'm okay with that too. But let him have a lengthy title run with it. You know, you don't want you don't want him to not have a lengthy title run and then just let him fall through the cracks. Yeah. So, and then last but not least, what they've been billing as the greatest wrestling match ever. Hmm. Yeah. It's uh. It's been like a four-week build. Why they've been billing it as the greatest wrestling match ever is beyond me. Uh, I see... It, and I'm torn between this one. Because I see Edge winning it. But by Kabuki-ish bullshit. Like, something, like something really stupid could happen. And I just... I, I see it happening. And it's just irritating. And it, it really is going to be irritating, in my opinion. But, uh... Yeah, it... it Okay, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Edge for both. Do I see this being a straight wrestling match? No, I see this turning into a brawl somewhere along the line, maybe in the middle of the match, because Orton has a temper. It's it's gonna be very interesting to see how this plays out. It uh yeah it with with the moniker greatest wrestling match ever put in front of you, and then with with the build that they had this week on Raw about how all the pressure is getting the edge and he doesn't think that he can, you know, live up to that pressure. It's it's going to be a show. That's for sure. It's definitely going to be a show. I'm going to pick Edge for both. Um Steve has Edge personally and he thinks that WWE is going to go with Randy. 
And if they do, it's 50-50 booking. So it is what it is. Uh, and I hope they don't do that because I hate 50-50 booking. I think 50-50 booking makes the worst kind of sense ever. Because, like, oh, you win, I win, and then we see who wins the rubber match. Like, that's not a rivalry. Oh, If it pertains to storyline and you keep the rivalry going in a certain way, sure. But if it's you win, I win, then we see who wins the rubber match. That's not a rivalry. That's just, that's dumb. I hate 50-50 booking with a passion. So, with that, uh, the predictions are done. Uh, next week, Steve will be on the air with me. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Um, and I will be catching you guys next week. If you guys like this way of me doing the podcast just by myself, you know, 30 minutes, um, we can do it that way. If not, um, just let me know. I'll, you know, we can try to keep doing co-host stuff. Uh, with that, I bid you guys all farewell. Good night. Bonjour. All that. Okay. I will see.